0: Welcome into Box Office Quarterbacks for a very special, I don't even know what to call this one, nostalgia 90s fantastic journey uh, through a lot of different IPs that we weren't expecting so much that we're going to do an emergency podcast on it. We're talking about Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers tonight, and I am joined by, as always, Gerald Tracy, my co-host. Gerald, let's get to you before we talk about this movie.
1: Man, I saw two movies yesterday, and they were both the best movies of the year. One of them was Chippendale Rescue Rangers. This was an adventure, my guy. One that I am glad to go on again, probably later tonight, because it was just a lot of fun. And Emotional in different ways, and like i I mean, I don't know, man, but yeah I had a lot of fun. I know you we you, you did too when we were talking over text,
0: yeah, and the the crazy thing about this movie is it's not just Disney cameos that they get in here. we have warner brothers d c references, you have Nickelodeon references in here, the big cameo that everyone's talking about that we'll get to a little bit later is in here, and It's just so crazy. And if you're a fan of Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers from uh, the late 80s and early 90s, which I I did watch the cartoon when I was little and I was a fan, but you definitely do not have to see that show to appreciate this movie.
1: Not one bit. I mean, the cameos, the, the important cameos, and there's a lot of important ones, they all have really good reason for being there, too. They're not just cameos. The chemistry from the cast, the the voice acting, I think is something we really we're gonna heart like we're gonna talk about a lot I think today um, from guys like Andy Samberg, to John Mulaney, Will Arnett, uh, Kiki Lane. I mean, like ev- Eric Bana. I mean, some of these people didn't even have that many lines or scenes, but like the stuff that they did do was fantastic. Seth Rogen, for one. <laughs> I mean, it was just um some great acting that brought this whole thing to life.
0: Yeah, this movie is what a lot of people thought Multiverse of Madness was going to be, I think. So many different cameos coming at you at every different second, but the story is great. Uh, And and if we get into the story right now, I could give you just a basic rundown of the plot. Chip and Dale are basically actors who played Chip and Dale on Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, and they're washed up now... uh, Chip is selling insurance. Dale is on the Comic-Con touring beat, I guess you would call it, where he's just signing autographs and he's uh, made himself into a CGI character after getting CGI reconstructive surgery, which I thought was hilarious.
1: Yeah, and um, the the banter between um, Chip and Dale throughout the movie is pretty great too and the relationship, I think. Um, how it evolves and like they kind of what is it like just go through all those different emotions and everything so i think the core like they knock the core out of the park i think
0: yeah so there's so many different scenes in this movie that we can talk about and landing on a favorite one is going to be hard but gerald let's talk about our favorite scenes and i have many many to choose from One in particular has to do with the big cameo we talked about earlier, like two minutes ago in the show. But Ugly Sonic makes an appearance at Comic-Con at the beginning. And he actually plays a decently big role uh, throughout the rest of the movie. Just to get that rejected, horrible design of the first attempt at the Sonic the Hedgehog movie in a Disney movie, I thought was hilarious and it just made me love this movie even more.
1: Yeah, and I love, like you said, that he wasn't just a cameo. Like, that guy actually had a, I wouldn't say a huge part, but he was a pretty big, like, he was a decent-sized part in the movie. And um, it was funny as hell, too. And it's, it's funny to think, because, like, how did Disney get that? Because, like, Disney got everything into this, and... um I I love the 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 knockoff stuff. You had the Simpsons and all those different things. Um, uh, it was just a lot of fun, man.
0: Yeah. So the main villain of this story is Peter Pan, the the same Peter Pan from the nineteen fifties cartoon is back. But instead of never aging, this Peter Pan aged very badly and is a a middle aged man. Uh, who is bootlegging famous cartoon characters. And they they do some hilarious things. Instead of Casper the Friendly Ghost, it's Jasper the uh, Haunted Ghost Kid. There's Oh, and Spaghetti Dogs, which is supposed to be Lady and the Tramp. It's just so funny. So many references. His business is legitimately hilarious when they're in his factory. He's melting down what is it, old bottles of Shrek shampoo making the border bodies. <laughs> yes. This movie is, I love this movie so much, Gerald. There's so many scenes I could talk
1: about. Oh, man. One of my favorite scenes is the Darkwing Duck's um, post credit scene at the end. That felt like Disney took a page out of Marvel's handbook because uh, correct me if I'm wrong, hasn't Disney been talking about or have they already announced that they're working on a reboot of Darkwing Duck? But um, I, I hope so. But, what I find it interesting is um there was something where they were trying to do double o something they were trying to do double o something on Disney um, with an animated. I think they were actually going to do this double o Dale thing or something like that. but the double o is actually owned by like the com- um, excuse me the company that runs them James Bond um, and I'm blaming on this because I saw this on the trivia on IMDB. Was it? But, um, I,
0: I I thought Double O'Dale was a real thing because I yeah. do remember seeing some. So
1: yeah. they were gonna do it, but because James Bond and the licensing with that, they didn't do it. So instead, it became Darkwing Duck.
0: Oh man, that is, so, that's crazy <laughs> trivia.
1: So then, yeah, no, I mean, I I was reading it on IMDb. I'm trying to pull it up while I'm talking about it right now. So, but that's why I really love that like post credit scene or with Darkwing Duck saying like this is what you wanted, like no they want darkwing dick say it with me we want darkwing we want like that and that whole thing was fantastic i mean um yeah i'm gonna find it right here the 007 thing is where i saw it yes uh forget it we'll keep going
0: yeah so another th- another funny part of this movie was they go to the uncanny valley which is all the reg- the weird disturbing kind of animation in the early 2000s like the polar express and just the w- weird looking eyes of every cg character that was made and you have seth rogan as was he like a viking dwarf yeah, or something. He was,
1: i think he was supposed to be like a player, like a um npc for like a skyrim type game or something that just like when they talk to you they're not really looking at you they're just looking straight ahead And their eyes never move, like they're blink. They're just there, existing. So that was hilarious, and I loved his other cameo at the when he's cameoing himself fighting himself. I thought that was fucking hilarious.
0: Oh yeah, when he was Pumbaa, and then all the other animated characters he's voiced. It's such this is such a crazy movie. There's so many adult references in this movie. It's crazy that this was put on disney plus stan marsh from south park is in this movie
1: yes like four times too um it's just like i think this is also something that disney is trying to do on purpose for a very specific reason and i'm gonna go a little bit off track here but um think about what disney just got and what everybody's hyping up about with the multiverse and how they're excited about bringing X-Men and Deadpool in and everything. And we've all been asking, like, is Disney going to be ready for that gruesome and vulgar Deadpool or gruesome X-Men? And stuff like this is showing that Disney is willing to make the jokes and willing to have fun and make fun of itself even. And um, launching it on its own streaming service, to boot, like – I think this is one of those, like, it's a soft, like, hey, everybody, like, you guys don't even know what you're down for. Because Disney, I mean, love them or hate them, but
0: they're taking over our world, right? Yeah, this movie was was so batshit crazy. There's some crazy shit in here. Like, they go to this tuned part of town, and all these cartoon characters have side hustles. One of them is, like, a little girl who... Uh, some on the side she films <laughs> muppet fights it's crazy this is the craziest movie yeah ever.
1: and like they they have muppets who exist in this universe so like that means like this universe has giant fucking hands like underneath the crust of the earth or something like it's just like it's bad like you said bad shit crazy is the only way to explain this movie and um but it's so fucking good at the same time like, it's just a fun movie for all ages. Like, it's not a bad thing. And, like, just to see, like, Peter Pan go from, like, the Forever Boy or whatever it was to becoming, like, a New York City upset, like, former gangster. Like, who would probably and, become, like, one of, like, Spider-Man villains, like, henchmen or something like that. It's just the, so hilarious.
0: And the henchman is the co- the Coca-Cola polar bear
1: yes and no I, they make a coke bear coke joke i think in there at one point oh my
0: god <laughs> because
1: they have really,
0: to I love this movie
1: because like there's like so many little things like you guys have to listen to it but there so there's the coca-cola bear is the is one of like the villain henchmen, and at one point they make a coke bear joke and it's very like slight because they don't outright say cocaine and you know? but like it is very obvious like oh that's a coke bear joke my guy i got you
0: <laughs> i i just can't believe this movie exists this movie mm-hmm. i've never laughed so hard this so we could just keep talking like we're talking and cuz i got so many things to say one of the most hilarious scenes i've seen in a movie is when uh chip is walking down the street he sees a picture of Fast and the Furious babies. Babies take the wheel. And then he looks up at a billboard of E.T. versus Batman. And he's like, oh, that looks pretty good. And then they show an actual clip of the movie. And it's E.T. dying, saying he forgives Batman. It's so crazy.
1: Yeah, dude. Like, I was just like, they actually got this shit? Like, how the hell? Because, like, I just don't understand it. But I love it. And it is amazing. I just... I need to see it again, like immediately.
0: Like, yeah, as this soon is...
1: as I have time. Like this is this is a very rewatchable movie. It's a fun movie. Play a drinking game with your friends for everything you recognize or see. Like there's just so many different T V shows that get spoofed. When you start to see all the different um like the different shows that were getting um ripped off and everything, you start recognizing some of these characters, you're like, Holy shit, like this is a huge deal. And it's so funny because it's also making fun of the fact that, like, this really happens in real life. Like, not in the sense of, like, things are getting kidnapped, but, like, people steal ideas and do that overseas all the time.
0: Yeah, like, you've seen the movies probably in the grocery store maybe 10, 15 years ago where they had knockoffs of Toy Story and they'll call it, like, something random like Toy Box or something stupid to trick... Unsuspecting parents and buying those movies, and th- there is a studio called Asylum that does this all the time. Every time a Transformers movie comes out, they call it Transmorphers, and they do all this crazy stuff. So uh, the the plot is pretty interesting, actually. You know, I think we've spent we we spent a lot of time on scenes, Gerald. I think uh, maybe let's get to characters.
1: Uh, absolutely. Um, first off, I don't think you can take the first two spots away from Andy Samberg and John Mulaney's Chippendale. They were fantastic together. They were fantastic alone. There was emotional scenes. There was funny scenes. There was like action-packed scenes. Like These guys, I felt like I was on an actual journey with them. It was great.
0: Yeah, Chip and Dale are going to be uh 1 and 2 for me and you can put them in whatever order you want. I think Dale was slightly more funny in this movie just because he he gets the CGI surgery and he's still driving around in a beat-up Mercedes he's bought in the 90s. I thought that was pretty funny for just rounding out my top 5. I thought uh the the police chief who's actually he, his name is S. Putty, so he's Silly Putty, played by J.K. Simmons. I thought he was pretty sinister and hilarious. I'll put him at three. Uh, Sweet Pete Peter Pan at number four, just to see... Cause it's so shocking to see that character turn out that way. And then number five, uh, I guess I will go with... I don't even know that that's a tough one because you have the, the polar bear, you have a bunch of other side human characters you could put in. I think I'm going to put the polar bear just cause it was shocking to see as well.
1: <laughs> all right. All right. So yeah, I got Will Arnett, sweet Pete three. Um, that guy, I felt like he's always a really good villain to me. Like he's always like a bad guy or just like, he seems sinister. And, um, the way he acted, I felt like I could see him as Peter Pan, and it was he was he was freaking great. Um, four for me, I'm gonna go with J.K. Simmons again. Yeah, like you, um, Captain Putty. J.K. Simmons is also fantastic. I love just about anything he does. And then um, I'm actually gonna go with Seth Rogen as number five. He was pretty fucking hilarious and great as the um, Bob the Warrior Viking, and also as Pumbaa.
0: Actually, I changed my pick. I'm gonna put him at five too. Yeah. Just because we got a seth rogan universe here yeah we have, a, was-
1: seth, we have a seth rogan multi multi-universe multi-cinematic universe so um we have just like a whole disney and i love that i just love it. i'm sure there's so many little disney um hints and things too and pixar i'm assuming because they had pixar stuff in here um i mean right jeff because like that's a disney thing where they always put little Easter eggs for their other movies, so I'm sure there's a million in here
0: yeah, that we could
1: spend like hours on digest in, um dissecting.
0: Yeah, if you look at the billboards in the background, just when they're driving around town, some of the things I picked up there's a, there's a billboard for Waze the movie, which is the Waze app. <laughs> just, <laughs> just there's so much stuff, and then I, I sent Gerald something else on uh, Twitter today. Someone found a reference to uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, uh, the mural that uh, Miles Morales paints at the beginning of that movie. So there are so many things in here. I never saw Who Framed Roger Rabbit, but I, I heard that this movie was inspired by that, where there's a bunch of different cameos and things uh, of that nature in that movie. So uh, this would be kind of the modern-day equivalent you even have uh, references to Terminator Two in there and the T One Thousand, so the list goes on and on.
1: It was it was just a good, fun movie, and everybody needs to watch it. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a top movie. It needs to be winning some kind of award this year for me to even think awards
0: are real. <laughs> <laughs> Give it Best Picture. Why the hell not? I
1: mean, no, maybe not because. Everything, everywhere, all at once is still a movie.
0: And oh, movie I, have not, I have not seen that.
1: Oh, well, you need to watch it so we can talk about it and we can tease our guests about talking about the greatest movie of the year because it was fantastic.
0: Well, it, yeah. speaking of great movies, though, Gerald, where would you rank this movie on our scale?
1: Ooh, this movie for me is a Hall of Fame, easy. Um, I don't even know what genre to put this in. If I put this in animated, Um, If I put this in spoof comedy or if I put this in action adventure, like what the hell is it? But it's the best kind of, it's one of the best kind of movies of this kind that I've ever seen. So I'm saying it's Hall of Fame. I want this, see this movie over and over again and made me want to watch it with other people. Like this is a fun movie. So to me, that's a Hall of Fame
0: movie. It is a Hall of Fame movie for me too. It's funny that, would you say that this Multiverse Disney movie is better than Doctor Strange into the multiverse of madness.
1: Well, I would say this is more like an end game than an introduction to a multi universe. Because to me, they were very clearly fighting a pretty big bad who could wipe out a lot of celebrities. And um, they brought in a lot of celebrities to help fight. They had a reunification of a team. Um, they had some weird, not like. Like weird, weird, like little schemes they had to do to get there, and hints and tips. Like to me, it seemed more like an end game for Disney. That's gonna just continue to unfold its universe. Now, I don't think they're gonna ever talk about it again. Like it's not gonna be referenced in any Disney movies. But like, if I was gonna compare it to something, that's what I would compare it to.
0: Yeah. Somehow, some way, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers became the best live action disney reboot that they've done and that beat out beauty and the beast and the lion king and all the usual suspects this is a great movie this is the surprise of the year for me holy crap watch this movie we've been telling ryan and eric to see it on the group chat since me and gerald saw it yesterday so
1: well i thought ryan freaking saw it because he's he said something he made it a joke that like made me think he had seen at least the first half hour
0: that's what I thought too.
1: I was like, I was like, oh, hell yeah, man. Like, that was crazy. And he's like, well, I haven't seen it. I'm like, then what the hell are you talking about?
0: <laughs> I think he watched the trailer, but he needs to watch the full thing. And all of you need to watch the full thing. And when you do, tweet at us at Box Office QBs on any platform and tell us what you think about it because we still want to discuss this. This movie was that good. Yes. It- it, this movie was that good that we're doing this very late at night on a saturday
1: yeah like uh, i am already like out. i'm already like five sheets to the wind my guy um like this is this was that great of a movie i needed to watch it and i needed to talk about it um i i want to i want to know what our viewers think too like do you guys think it's all star do you think it's, you agree with us being a hall of fame because like this is a it was just good good fun i don't even know how to like what else to say
0: Yeah, this is the most fun you're going to have watching a movie this year. We guarantee it. Put our stamp of approval on it. No alcohol
1: needed, as Jeremy Johns would say. But I will say that alcohol would be
0: fun. It
1: would only enhance your experience. But it was a lot of fun without alcohol.
0: Yes, for sure. All right, Gerald. This was fun. This was very easy to talk about. Uh, Anything else you want to add before we call it a night?
1: Um, Just thoughts and prayers for my buddy Jeff here because he had to spend five plus hours at a car dealership today. And um, I wish that upon not even my greatest of enemies. So um, I just wanted everybody to give us thoughts
0: and prayers. Well, we got the car we wanted. So that is the good thing. Thank you, Gerald, for bringing that up. And I wish you well on your journey tomorrow to take many profile pictures for your social media accounts.
1: I think the.
0: (laughs) All right. Uh, That's all we got tonight. Uh, We will see you guys next week. We have Top Gun (gasps) and Top Gun Maverick Gerald's having a great time over there, but we'll definitely see you guys next week. Have a good one.